0: The Mac Observer's Mac Geek Cab episode 896 for yet again, Monday, October 18th,
1: 2021.
0: <laughs> Greetings, folks, and welcome back to the Mac Observer's Mac Geek Cab, the show. Where you normally send in your tips, your questions, your cool stuff found, and we mash it all together so that we each learn five new things. Today's episode is a little different because, A, we released episode 895 about six hours ago, and B, in between, Apple has done their Unleashed event. So we are here today to share our thoughts and dissections from that uh, from that event. It won't be a play by play because you could go watch it or you could go read the coverage at live.macobserver.com. But instead we're here kind of sharing our reactions and interests and things that we liked and didn't like. And you know, all of that good stuff. Our sponsor for this episode is I We're at IMAZing.com using coupon code. I one X. Yes, I know. The coupon code had to be generated before the show was recorded and before Apple's event was out. Uh, You get to save 30% on all their licenses there. So we'll talk more about iMazing in a minute. Uh, For now, here in Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. And here in Fairfield, Connecticut, John F. Braun. Also here in Durham, New Hampshire, is an uninvited guest today. There is a fly in the studio, and (laughs) I guarantee you it is going to cause major distractions for me. It might turn out to be a full on caddyshack moment where uh, mm-hmm. you get to witness me destroying the studio live in real time. Mm-hmm. Or if you listen at one and a half speed, well then you get to listen to me destroying the studio faster. Okay. So, um, what did you think overall, John, what did you think of this very short event for by Apple standards?
1: Uh, yeah. Some stuff was eh, okay, and some stuff was like, I expected that, <laughs>
0: cool, and there was probably some stuff you didn't expect, John, because how could you have the rumors didn't have all of those things, so, um, you're you're right, yep, I know,
1: <laughs> yeah, and they were wrong in some things, but uh, we'll yeah. we'll talk about those shortly. As always, but, um, so I liked how they started it off. I was like, "Oh, hey, I know what that is. That's <laughs> the first uh, first iMac."
0: Yeah. And it looked like it was it was as close to the the Jobs garage as we have seen in a recreation so, from Apple anyway. So,
1: yeah. And yeah. then a uh, and then you know a guy uh, uh, composing a video with uh you know, the chimes, the old chime sounds and yes. stuff like that. And I think I saw, what was it? Was it an Apple stereo? Oh, I, I don't remember. Think was... Remember Apple had a thing where where it was like a speaker system and, and you could put an iPod in it.
0: Did you Did you notice that? Oh, the uh, it was the. Oh, yeah. What did they call that thing? Yeah. yeah it wasn't a HomePod, but it, it could have been. But um... or was it an i Oh, no, iHome was the is a brand. Mm. But I I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The, the mm. name escapes me. Maybe maybe somebody in the chat room. Apple Hi-Fi or something. In the uh maybe somebody in the chat room will, right. will deal with will deal with this and research it for us. It's live at Thank you. Uh yeah, no, this it was I like that. It was a nice way to start this since we knew that there was going to be quite a bit about the Mac in this uh in this thing. And sure enough. There was quite a bit about the Mac. The um, the MacBook Pros uh, to me were certainly the most exciting thing that Apple did. Uh, the and and of course the evolution of the M1, which we'll talk about too. But um, the fourteen and sixteen inch MacBook Pros really, like what they're doing with those, really blew me away. They um, it, it the it what's I don't know. I don't even know where to start with this the For those of you that are going to go order one uh and you can bring up my screen for the video john but um if you're going to go order one of these things they uh th- the pricing that Apple announced is the baseline pricing for these, so on the fourteen inch they say that it is uh nineteen ninety nine and on the sixteen inch they say that it is twenty four ninety nine Nineteen ninety nine on the fourteen inch is the eight core version of the M one Pro CPU with a 512 gig SSD. Uh you bump that up to 2499 if you want the 10 core version. This is the 14 inch, right? So 10 core CPU, which is the one that they were sort of pushing, is the M one Pro. That's 2499. That's and it also it bumps it up to a one terabyte SSD. Uh you can go deeper though. And spend more, of course, because from there, from that 10 core CPU at 24.99 for the 14 inch, you can jump up 200 bucks to the max with a 24 core GPU, or a max for another uh, for another 200, so 400 total uh, for it with a 32 core GPU. Uh, you can add that 16 gigs of RAM, going up to 32 gigs, we'll bump it up another 400 bucks. If you add the max CPU, then you can go up to 64 gigs of RAM, uh, which is 800 bucks. And then, of course, you can uh, bump up the SSDs and those sorts of things. So that's on the 14-inch. So these start to get expensive very quickly, uh, which is not overly surprising. It's just how it be. Uh, the 16-inch is it suffers a similar fate. Uh, the 2499 on the 16-inch is the 10-core CPU, right, Uh, Mm -hmm. but only a 512-gig SSD. So this is interesting. For $24.99, you can get the 14-inch with a 1-terabyte SSD or the 16-inch with a 512-gig SSD, same price. That's because it's the same CPU, 10-core, 16-core GPU, of course, and then the uh, 16 gigs of RAM. So that it's the, the prices of these, that 1999 is a bit of a distraction. So, um, but I, I, I did, I ordered, did you order one of these? I ordered a 14 inch. Uh, I probably will keep it to be perfectly honest, but I ordered it just to, cause I want to see what it's like, but I did it with the 10 core CPU. Did you, are did you, or are you going to order one of these, Mr. Braun? Um, maybe. Okay. Which one would you order? I'm curious. Would it be the 14 inch screen, no, or the 16 no. inch screen? No, I like because yeah, I have the current 16
1: inch, right? Intel based. Um, I like having lots of screen. Lots so, of screen. Um, okay. Yeah, so I think I get the 16 inch. Um, uh, the the nice thing is that they increase the um, you know the RAM. The, the maximum RAM Right. But I think I'd get it with 16. I don't it, think I need more, but for people that need more, it's nice that they introduced the new chips. I mean, we were all suspecting that they would have, you know, a M one X or M one and
0: yeah, and they did. Right. So that's nice. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Um, we'll but, talk about the difference well, between the, the, M one pro and the M one max in a minute here, but interesting. Yeah. So the, the let's, let's talk. Um, you mentioned Ram uh, I have 16 on mm-hmm. both my M1 Max, my my Air, and my mm-hmm. Mini, and that has been enough. Uh, there has been issues that we've heard about from a few uh, Mac Geek Hub listeners. There's many of you out there who are consultants who you know see lots of different Macs, of course, from different clients, and there's been a a a series of reports. People with eight gigs of RAM in their M1 Max that are running into if they have lots of tabs open in a browser could be Safari, could be Chrome, doesn't matter. Uh, it they get the you know your machine is out of RAM. We don't know what to do. You know error message. I'm obviously paraphrasing there. So, uh, but I have never experienced that with 16. I think we've heard one report of it happening with 16, but certainly not as common as with eight. Uh, I. I, on the on the fourteen inch that i ordered i bumped it up to the the um the sixteen the thirty two gigs of ram uh just to you know if i figure if i'm gonna do it i might as well you know have the future proof it a little bit so um so yeah yeah i i i think i think, i think sixty four is great if you really need it i think thirty two is it might mm-hmm. be overkill but you know we tend to keep our machines a while around here so I figure it's worth the investment up front because obviously you can't you can't change it. So the screens are are interesting. the fort The fourteen inch screen, the display does thirty twenty four by nineteen sixty four. It's got uh, five point nine million pixels, and the sixteen inch display, seven point seven million pixels, thirty four fifty six by twenty two thirty four. So that's a. I mean that's a. Either one of those is a lot of screen real estate. That's absolutely fantastic, in fact.
1: Yeah. I noticed something that, in my humble opinion, should not be spread among the product line. Okay. Um. But yeah, some people suspected that they would put a notch. And yes, there is a notch. Now, I mean, the good news is that it's a better camera. So it's now a 1080p FaceTime camera. It's like, what took you guys so long to figure that out? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But having a notch in there, just... Well, the, there were know, two me, problems with the me, old... A notch, a notch, including the notch on my iPhone, Dave, I just think it's kind of sloppy design.
0: I don't know. Well, if you're going to put that camera there, you either need to leave room in the entire bezel for it or mm. just that part of the bezel, and they've decided to make mm. it just that part of the bezel. I do... I'm. I'm curious though to see. I mean, look at what they've done with it on iOS, right? That becomes the you know, the 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 status bar, if you will, at the top of the screen. They they say that they've done the same thing with the menu bar, where the menu bar intelligently sort of wraps around the notch, which to me means a really like that that to me is really smart design. It's like okay, well we need mm. to notch this thing out because we want a camera here. We don't just want to make the bezel bigger because then you lose all that yeah. space for a screen. So I to me that seems like a really smart way of doing it. Mm. Um okay. I'm but it also opens the door for bartender, right? The um the the Mac tool, I think at macbartender.com, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Yeah, Mac bartender, which is a tool I already use on all my Macs. Anyway, it allows you to have different sets of items that appear in your menu bar so that it's not just full of everything that you've barfed up there over the years. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can control what's there and what's not there and when things appear and when don't think when things don't appear. So I see I see these new notched Macs. Causing uh, increase in sales for the bartender folks, which I think is great. I think it's. It's um, I think it's, the, uh, you know, I, I, again, I, I, I like the fact that they let me, I, you know, you're looking at it, it. One way to look at it. I don't want to say how you're looking at it. I, I can, I can't, I can, I'm not inside your head, but one way to look at it is in the negative that they're taking space out of your screen. The other way to look at it is they just let me push my screen up into the bezel further notch with, with the notch carved out, obviously for the thing that the bezel needs to be there for So I like, I, I kind of like this, um, but we'll see how it is in practice. So, okay.
1: Yeah. Um, what other things? Oh, bye-bye touch bar.
0: Yes. Well, and Hello. the new keyboard, right? Like that, that keyboard sounds like it, it could be pretty fantastic. Uh, you know, it sounds, mm. it sounds like they are moving in the right direction with keyboards, which is a good thing. I think <laughs> So,
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, um. and some of the other choices that i think were interesting so um more ports yeah kind of like the macbook
0: pros of past well and magsafe comes back as one of those ports right Oh, but, magsafe 3 yes yeah but you get three uh three thunderbolt 4 ports an sd card Eight? No. Uh, Think about it for uh, photographers, man. That's a that's a highly used thing. So to not have to have a dongle when somebody's out in the in the field, I mean, this y- y- me buying this machine is pr- I'm it is way overkill for me, right? Mm. The, I mean, this really is a pro machine. I honestly think that mm. the Air is the right machine for both of us. I, I think that this is a also an overkill machine for you, but I get that mm. you want the larger screen, right? Like that part makes sense to me. Uh, but having HDMI yeah. and and SD card in there, um, mm. I, I think is good. And then and then the three Thunderbolt ports, that's good. One on each side, or two, one on, at least one on each side, I should say. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, MagSafe three. I didn't think we'd see that come back. I'm glad we. Yeah, did. when I when I saw
1: something on the side with five uh, contacts on it, I'm like, oh,
0: yeah, MagSafe is back. Yeah, yeah. That I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I I am assuming, but I could be incorrect about this. <laughs> that it does not, therefore, also charge over USB, right? But I, but I could be wrong. Uh, I think they said you could, you can charge it okay. via the uh, the Thunder Thunderbolt port. Oh, okay. All right. I missed that. That's great news if that's the case. Okay, it does. Yep. Ben, Ben, we have many people confirming what you just said. Yeah, exactly. Great. Okay. Well, then that's kind of nice. Yeah, cause, because it, the ubiquity of USB-C is a great, to me, a great thing. And I'm glad that that is not gone in this so mm-hmm. kind of, yeah cool cool
1: uh and what else uh you know better audio system i'm i'm very impressed with the audio on on you know my uh older yeah, yeah. intel macbook but the apparently they you know brought some stuff over you know three mic audio array uh two tweeters four kind of woofers i yep. guess
0: or four for mid-range yep spatial audio Uh, that I'm curious to experience. I mean, I've I've experienced it. Everything. All right. Over there. You have a mute button. so People don't have to hear that. Uh, Every, the uh, I've experienced it with AirPods pro, uh, but I have not experienced it with a speaker array from a computer. Obviously I have, you know, like with a sound bar and things like that. So I'm, I'm eager to see how well that works. My guess is that it will work fairly well. You know, uh, soundbars do a good job with emulating surround sound, including Atmos, you know, up and down, as long as you're within the right listening range, right? If you're too far away from them, then it all just sounds like sound coming from over there. But, um, but yeah, I, I, you know, with this, you're, you're right on top of the laptop. So they, they can tune to that, that optimal listening space, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah yeah it's got fans in it, but they say they don't have to turn on, so we'll see about that mm-hmm. um and they added i think what did they say that the 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 way they tuned those um I'll call them the bass speakers uh they they are able to have it actually produce sounds that go down half an octave from where it was, which is pretty impressive that's 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 a lot to add to the low end of of these things. hopefully it doesn't shake it off the table John. <laughs> um. yeah I'm trying to think if there's anything I think we've covered so we've covered all the things that jumped out to me at this I'm. I'm what did they mention uh, I didn't get my notes
1: totally here yeah but there's a headphone jack and they mentioned some high fidelity something or other uh, interesting I'd, let me see if they mention it Okay, but they seem to be proud of the fact that there was something special about the uh, it's a audio a
0: jack, three and a half millimeter headphone jack with advanced support for high impedance headphones. High impedance, headphones. yeah. Okay. okay, all right. Okay, so which means it's got more of an amplifier in there than it has in the past. I I, I assume is what they mean by that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think that's yeah. We'll have to see. I'm trying to think if I have any. I don't think I have any high. Well, some of my in-ear monitors require pretty a pretty juicy headphone amp. So maybe that's maybe that's what they're talking about there. That I don't know. That's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm stoked about this. I, I'm glad to see it and, moving forward. Uh, yeah. I I was heck, go ahead. Well, I think you mentioned this, but um. Eight terabyte SSD? Wow. Yeah, I didn't I didn't go that far. If you want to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you want to pay for it, they'll sell it to you. Yeah. What is the um what is the the upcharge on that? Twenty so two, $2 hundred dollars. Okay. That's great. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, yeah, by jumping up from sixteen gigs of RAM to thirty two gigs of RAM, I pushed myself back a week, so I'm not getting mine next week. I'm getting it um in November. But yeah, mm. twenty four hundred dollar increase from the five twelve gigs up to the 8 terabyte. If you're going, obviously, from the 1 terabyte, you take 200 off of that. So, yeah, 2400 bucks mm-hmm. to go up to the 512 gig SSD. That's that's nice. All right. Uh, uh, two things. I want to talk about the M1 Pro versus the M1X, which there isn't a ton to talk about there, but it is worth the distinctions. Um, but before we do that, the Mon- Mac OS Monterey is out. Uh 1025 is what Apple's page on that says now. Um I had it up here, it doesn't matter. But it is it is out 1025, which is, I believe, a week from today. So a week from Monday. So it'll be Monday, 1025 is when Monterey is released. And uh the um there is no iMac, obviously, but uh, you know for those of you that didn't watch the event, I was sad to not yet see the large screen iMac the the studio of all of my computers the studio is the one that i would love to have on an m1 and um and i don't yet so that would uh, you know a nice big screen iMac up here would be good but i don't i don't get that option yet john hopefully soon right i don't know i don't know it's craziness but let's talk about the um the m1 pro versus the m1x john because it, there's not as much difference as I uh, as I would have initially thought. Right? The sorry, I'm saying the M1X because I have it written that way in my notes. There is no M1X. It's the M1 Max. So there's the M1 Pro versus the M1 Max, and the um, near as I can tell, John. And help me with this if you if you have more details. But the the M1 Pro and M1 Max both sort of max out at that ten core CPU, but mm-hmm. where the M1 Max goes and goes beyond goes above and beyond is the uh, the GPU right where mm-hmm. you get the sixteen core neural engine in all of them, and then the twenty four the M1 Max can go to either a twenty four core GPU or a thirty two core gpu and uh and 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 the m one max also lifts the ceiling from thirty two gigs of RAM to sixty four gigs of RAM as a max, yes right okay mm-hmm. and what else is there between the two CPUs? I know Apple was saying that memory bandwidth on the max is four hundred gigabits per second, whereas mm-hmm. On the pro it's 200. Right. Okay. So CPU wise, it's no faster. And their charts showed that too. Those charts were interesting that they were showing. It was, you know, the CPU performance really didn't change because it's the same CPU between uh the you know, between the M one Pro and the M one Max. But it's the it was the GPU performance where things really kind of um, kicked up a notch, if you will. Mm-hmm and these seem to be about 50% faster on the CPU than the M1 chip right because i'm i'm looking at the chart that they showed in in their uh, in their uh you know in the presentation and they they called the M1 they listed that at 100 on their relative performance chart and uh and the M1 Pro and the M1 Max clock in at 150 on the relative performance chart. So to me, that's 50% faster. So it was nice to see them saying that it was faster than the old one, which is, you know, old being a year old. So any more on the M one pro versus the M one max? Um, I, I don't a whole, think So yeah, I haven't seen a whole lot published about it, uh, yet, but I'm sure we'll get more of course. so, yeah. It's um I'm I you know I'm I'm stoked to see it. You, you know even the the M1 let let us not forget that the M1 chip is super fast and I I have yet to hit a performance ceiling on it. You know, I mean I mm-hmm. there are there are some things that I do routinely that I see it max out all my you know cores. Um, strangely, launching Pixelmator Pro maxes out my cores now it only happens for you know a second or a second and a half or something but i happen to notice while i'm waiting for pixel pro to to you know fully launch that my cores are just maxed out which is a good thing to me it's like okay yeah let's you know let's use them so but yeah anything and what else uh, external
1: display support so the m1 oh. max supports four external displays right yeah, Pro yeah, yeah. Supports two. I'm just looking at their comparison
0: chart here. Is that you want to bring up that comparison chart for us, John? You have it on the uh, thing. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. It, okay. So I I had caught that the the M1 Max supported four. I did. I I missed that. These. So you said the M1 Pro supports two external displays. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's great. So that's one more then the M one supports, right? Cause the M mm-hmm. the M when we say external displays, we're talking about it from a laptop standpoint on the, on the Mac mini, of course it supports two external displays because th- that there is no internal display. Uh, but uh, it, you know that the M one chip itself supports a maximum of two displays. It sounds like the M one pro supports a maximum of three and the M one max supports a maximum of five. And so mm-hmm. that that's huge. I, I, that I think is that that was a limiting factor. That was the reason I got my M one mini. The guy wanted to trade it for me because he had three external displays that he wanted to use and he didn't like having to do it with display link. So he was like, nah, I don't want to keep it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'm good. I only use two displays. So only use yep. two displays. So, yeah. You know.
1: And the battery life is better. And, uh, I guess this MagSafe three will do what they call faster charging.
0: Yeah. Right. right. 30 minutes up to 50%. Mm. That's really, yeah. good. that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if we get any of that. Do we get any of that fast charge on USB-C? That would be, mm. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Uh, we have some apples. There were some music things to talk about too. So we will, we will do that. And of course, mm-hmm. anything that comes to mind about the, um, the, whatchamacallit. The, mm-hmm. the, the you know anything about the MacBook Pros before we before we leave but the next thing i want to do john is i want to talk about our sponsor if that works for you my friend oh all right hold on right i'm, I'm loosening it here i know <laughs> you want me to... <laughs> okay uh no no hold on there we go there, there we, are. we are there we are let's go our sponsor today is imazing as i mentioned at the beginning of the episode so we've used imazing for a long time here both john and i use it Uh, We've talked about it on the show to do lots of different things because it really is sort of the Swiss army knife of iOS device management, right? It's a desktop app for both Mac and Windows, uh, which lets you take control of everything to do with your iOS data. You can make time machine style wireless backups with I amazing. That means it's backing up just the the you know, the deltas to make it more efficient. You can transfer your documents, your media, your content, but you can also dig into system files. You can access your device and battery diagnostics. And the benefit is all your data stays local on your computer or on the drive of your choice. And your backups can be encrypted for maximum privacy. Very cool stuff. You can browse your photo library without syncing it using iMazing, iMazing, and you can export multiple versions of each photo, ultra-wide, originals, videos of live photos, all kinds of stuff. You can save and export your WhatsApp chats and iOS messages. You can save them to plain text, of course, but also to Excel or PDF. This is a great thing. In fact, we had a question in a recent episode about how to... Manage and save messages long term, iMazing is a way to do it, right? And you can download and install iOS apps and manage your app library from your desktop. And of course, you can manage all kinds of things there. And it's up to date with, of course, iOS 15 and macOS Monterey. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, We've got a deal for you. You get 30% off all iMazing personal licenses until the end of the month. So you got to act now with coupon code iMazingM1X. So that's iMazingM1X. We'll put it in the show notes at MacGeekab.com too. So that's you get 30% off with code iMazingM1X when you purchase a license over at iMazing.com. And our thanks to iMazing for sponsoring this episode. Let's... uh. Let's talk while we we mentioned music in the sponsor spot there. Let's talk music, John. Uh Apple has a new music voice plan which seemed a little weird. Uh it is it is called the Apple Music Voice Plan and it's 4.99, right? The weird part about it is you can only access through um through uh through voice right through through siri mm. if, if you it right because that i mean that's how that's how it works it's the apple music voice plan and so there are three plans for apple music now there's the voice plan at 4.99 a month you can throw up my screen for the people watching the video i've got the the tmo stuff again uh, but the voice plan is 4.99 a month and then uh the individual plan is 9.99 a month and that mm-hmm. is you get to use Siri, but you also get to use, you know, your songs and your playlists and your stations and all of that good stuff. And you get the iCloud music library and all of those things. And then the family plan adds another uh, five bucks a month to fourteen ninety nine, and that's up to six people. So the family plan is if you've got more than three people or three people or more, the family plan is absolutely the most economical way to do this. But um, but yeah, I, I mean I I'm curious. Really, it, it is I'm curious who out there this voice plan is for. It's clearly not for me, right? But that doesn't matter. That's okay. So who is it for? Let us know. If you are a if you are someone that saw this voice plan and was like, that's what I want, that's all I need. Feedback at com. let us know. I'd love to know. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Feedback at com. Feedback at com. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. It was a little, I don't know. It was a little wonky. And then yeah. they
1: kind of did a, a, and then, then we can move on to the, uh, the HomePod mini. I don't know if, uh, cause that's a, a vehicle to use uh
0: Siri, of course. Hey, that's uh, true. You could use the voice plan with the HomePod Mini. Ah, yeah, okay. I see where this is going. Yeah. All right. They were trying to I mean
1: they announced one after the other, so I think they were trying to, you know, bond the two
0: there. I see. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. I, yeah, I, and the HomePod Mini, um, as far as I can tell, the only change is that you can get it in
0: pretty colors. Correct. Well, the 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 only hardware change is that you can get it in pretty colors right but uh on the software side they they changed some things and and I think you're right like the 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 they made some enhancements to Siri to make the voice support more interesting including it, I took this as them competing better now with Amazon Music Amazon Music in my opinion hands down has the best curated playlists Like they they have more of them than Apple does and they cover different genres. They do a much better job, in my opinion, with playlists than than Apple has. So this whole thing where they were saying, you know, play dinner party or play, you know, whatever, like having more playlists for things like that is a good thing for Apple, for sure. Mm. Uh, But it does also enhance the value of this Siri plan uh, in the, uh, you know, the Siri only voice plan for Apple music. But then hardware-wise, the um, – or software-wise, the HomePod gets some more voice-based features like the, you know, play everywhere and tell everybody, right, where they did that announcement where they said, uh, you know, it was like Siri, tell everybody it's time for dinner and mm. boom, you know, it, it it did an announcement. Well, you could say – a lady announce Mm. it's time for dinner and it will do that throughout the house. So, you know, this, this seemed to be Apple catching up with, um, with Amazon and, Mm -hmm. and that's fine. I mean, they might, they, they should like with a $99 speaker, they absolutely should uh, try to catch up with, with Amazon. But yeah, the new colors, the, what is it blue, yellow and pumpkin or something. I forget what they're calling it. -hmm. I don't have the names of the colors. Sorry. Yellow, orange and blue. All right, so it is. They're just calling it orange, but yeah, they led. They led with the pumpkin. Oh, funny! Where have I seen those colors before? Hmm. Where have you seen those colors before, John?
1: Well, uh, I actually just put one up in my in my house here, but um, you remember the old Apple logo, seven color, I think, right? Yeah, but I don't think orange was one of them them. there. Right? Yeah, actually, you're right.
0: Orange. That, that must be for Halloween. Orange, yeah. white, and black were not in the original Apple mm-hmm. logo. <laughs> but blue and... Blue and yellow were. Yeah, I mean, it was the colors yellow. of the rainbow. And white? No, not really. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, the colors of that were, were just the rainbow. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, yeah. Um, the, the, the AirPods, the new third-gen AirPods... Those seemed, those interest me. I, I'm I'm really curious about these because I I love I I've, I've been impressed with my AirPods Pro once I especially got the right tips for them, uh, but I don't like using them for phone calls nearly as much as I like using my OG AirPods, uh, and the reason is that the AirPods Pro seal in my ear. I don't like using anything that seals in my ear for phone calls. Because I'm used to hearing my voice out loud. And yes, if I turn on transparency mode with the AirPods Pro, I get some amount of my voice sort of, you know, pumped back in. Kind of like what we do with the podcast when we record here. So it's okay. But I, you know, when I'm talking on the phone, I'm used to hearing my voice. And the OG AirPods sit in my ear nicely. They work really well. They're the ones that I leave at my desk. But the batteries on those are, you know, Dying quite a bit. Uh, so I was curious to see these third gen AirPods and I did order a set of them. Uh, I like the, so they don't, uh, we have a, there's a chart that Apple has that I'm going to pull up to, to make sure I'm doing all this right. But the, um, the third gen AirPods add spatial audio, which I, which I think is great. Um, they do not have noise cancellation or transparency mode, nor could they, because they don't seal in your ear. So it would be super difficult to, you know, try and mitigate for external sounds when you're not sealing them out with, with hardware Mm -hmm. essentially. Right. So, um, so bear that in mind. That's, I I would think that's probably the biggest difference for most people between AirPods third gen and AirPods pro is that, you know, you don't get noise cancellation because they don't seal it out. Uh, You do get that, but the battery life on them, they say is, you know, six hours. We'll see where that goes and all of that over. You know, over the course, new force sensor control. It is new.
1: Yeah. Okay, so it's like a touch sensor, I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean, they they, they've had a touch sensor on the on the AirPods in the past. This one, I, I think you're right. Yeah. There's something new about the way that it it works. Well, the older ones, wasn't it
1: more or less a button? Whereas this is like a pressure Sensor, i guess
0: I guess i there is no button on the o g airpods you just tap oh, it right. but yeah this this one this is the this is the same one that's in the airpods pro is now in the in so essentially they took the airpods pro and made a non seal in your ear version of it, and that's what these third gen airpods are um which is cool, you know it's fine. Yeah, the if you if you look on Apple's AirPods comparison screen, they've they've got the the force sensor allows you to, you know, press and hold to do things with with Siri mm-hmm. and it's a little more it's got it can sense more granularly so you can do more things with it, just like you can with the AirPods Pro. Um so I I think that's a like I'm glad that they're doing that because I know a lot of people mm-hmm. did not like the AirPods Pro for exactly the reason that the AirPods Pro can be the AirPods Pro, because they seal in your ear and all that good stuff. So yeah, yeah, right. I know it's interesting. So hopefully that we had we actually had that question in the chat room as we were setting up the show from Barry. So hopefully that hopefully that answers your question, Barry. Uh, what else do we have, John? Do we have anything else? or Does that cover it, man? Let's see, uh,
1: the music stuff, pod, new AirPod. New chips. Um. Yeah, I think that's. I think. Um. Yeah. Well, the new. Mac- yeah, new MacBook Pro. Yeah, you, you know, the only thing is, yeah, yeah, like you, I'm, I'm surprised that they didn't introduce a better iMac. That, that was. I. I mean, I, I know they're going to do it eventually.
0: Oh, yeah. So my question is, do they... So is it going to be like an iMac Pro, maybe? I mean, well, it could be. Oh, no, they... (laughs) But but it doesn't... You know, the thing about the... They don't have an M1 version of the 27-inch iMac, right? Mm. Like, they've got the smaller one, which is great, because that's the M1. And Sorry, I should say they don't have an Apple Silicon version of the 27-inch iMac. And... Uh, I'm not sure that should be an iMac pro, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the, because based on where the previous iMac pro is, this wouldn't be mm-hmm. it. Right. So I don't, I mean, I don't know what they'll call it, but it's definitely got to be coming. And so my question is, is it something where they wait until say the spring and have an event for it or mm-hmm. in three weeks, does it just appear on some Tuesday morning via press mm-hmm. release? And it's like, here it is. It's got the, you know, M1 Pro and the M1 Max and you can mix it, mix and match between them, depending on how much money you want to spend. And it's got a glorious new, you know, 30 inch screen, uh, have at it. Like, I, you know, do they do that? They, they've done that in the past. So does there need to be an event about it is the question. And I'm, I'm hoping no, because I'd like to see it before the end of the year. I don't know. That's my thoughts. And do we have anything else, or are we done? Um, I think we're done. I think we're done. I think it's time to bring the band
1: in. Fun. Oh, so, uh, lots of stuff. Um, How's, the,
0: how's their stock? Sense? Oh, yeah, that's right. This happened during the, uh, uh it's up uh, about a percent. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's better than it going down. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. know, hey, up is up. If it went up a percent a day, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. And there have been times when it has. So that's good. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for hanging out. Make sure to check out iMazing. It's iMazing.com. And yes, like I said at the beginning of the episode, the coupon code for 30% is M one x We know that that was the, the commonly used but not Apple-used name for these new chips. So, uh, But that is their code, M one X. And that will get you your 30% off. So make sure to go use that. Good stuff. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you got anything else, John, or is it time? Uh, I think it's time. It's time. Thanks for hanging out with us, folks. Yet again, nice short little short and sweet episode after a short and sweet Apple event. I like it. The day moves forward. Thanks for hanging out. It's kind of nice to do a 30, well, 40-minute Mackie Cup. I wonder, is this the right length for Mackie Cup? Only you can tell us. Feedback at Mackie John, what do you have to say? Don't get caught. Made